we are the church. Good morning, Christian America. That's right. We are the church, the people who make up the church. We are the body of Christ. Paul, in the first letter to the Corinthians in chapter 12, discusses our role in the church. Each one of us is important. Each one of us has a role to play. We can't all do everything, but when we all come together and live as we should live and act as we should act and behave as we should behave and teach as we should teach and lead as we should lead and follow when it's our turn to follow. Our churches can flourish, and if our churches flourish, it's because the people who make up the church flourish. Let's discuss that as we get ready to get into our weekend uh, today. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here is always representing the Christian American revitalization effort. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for commenting. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for uh, your dialogue that we receive on these video topics, on uh, our content. All the followers of the Christian American community on all the social media platforms, all the subscribers and the growing number of people that are tuning in, whether it be on uh, Facebook, on Instagram, on our YouTube channel, on our Rumble channel, on our parlor uh, platform. We have well over 20,000 followers. And I know that I don't say that to brag or to, because there's nothing to boast about many organizations, many people have a lot more followers than we than, than that. That's not the point. The point is we've started from very little and now we are continuing to see growth. We are continuing to see progress. And it's not just the numbers of people that we're interested in. It's the content in which we are engaging with you guys. We hope that you receive some real value in this content on these discussion boards on the community platforms all over social media it's important for us as followers of christ to grow in our faith not just attend not just listen but to grow to take part in we are the church and that's what we want to talk to you briefly this morning so thank you for your time we are the church you and i are members of the church i encourage you i'm not going to read it today because i want to be respectful of your time but i encourage you to turn uh, your Bibles to the first letter of to the Corinthians that Paul writes in chapter 12 and where Paul discusses the many parts of one body right and he discusses your ears and your nose and your mouth and how each one of those can't be something other than what it is we and he says this as as a part of a broader context of who the church is you're the church we are the church. The building may be the building that we all attend, that we go to on Sundays, but the building itself is not the church. And we have to remember that. Why is it important today? Because I hear a lot of complaining. Again, I definitely listen to the chatter online and the dialogue between uh, members and uh, followers of our community, of our effort, people who are participating, people who are trying to grow in their faith. And I see the chatter back and forth about us, uh, or not necessarily about us, about pastors, about leaders in different organizations, about churches and denominations that aren't 
adhering to the biblical context, the context of what scripture talks about, the context of what Jesus talks about and how Jesus lived. And there's a lot of finger pointing. There's a lot of a lot of a lot of finger pointing in the direction of other people that you know these people are leading uh their followers astray these people are false teachers these people are the antichrist these people it's always somebody else it's always something else i'm gonna be uh, a little bit harsh this morning on those individuals who are constantly pointing their finger in the opposite direction if your church my friends if your church is leading or going down the wrong direction you're at fault we're at fault i'm at fault if your ministry if your minister if your uh, bishop if your preacher if your priest if your pastor whoever it is that is standing at the pulpit and preaching the word of god or supposed to be preaching the word of god and leading people if they're if they're talking more about politics than they're talking about jesus then you are the problem i'm the problem if they're talking about what is quote unquote woke and what is not then you are the problem and i'm the problem if they're out there teaching something different than what God teaches in his scripture what Jesus has provided an example for, then you are the problem. If your community is not focused on outreach to the poor, then you're the problem. If your community, if your church is not focused on helping those who need assistance, then you are the problem. If you, if, if y'all's effort, if the effort of the church and the community is towards political engagement rather than the engagement on faith and faith-based issues, then you are the problem. My friends, we are the church. We are the church. We dictate where our church goes. We dictate where our organization goes, what our organization participates in, where our money gets donated to, where are the efforts that we want to be a part of and where the efforts that we want to be left alone. So it's important that we understand that we are the church. God is the head of the church. We are the bride. He is the bridegroom. It's not me saying this. Scripture says this. Jesus says this. Paul reiterates that in his letter to the Corinthians, again, in chapter 12. He says that as a body is one, though it has many body parts, parts all the parts, though many, are of one body so also Christ. For in one spirit we are baptized, we are all baptized into the body, whether Jews or Greeks or slaves or free persons, and we're all given to drink of one spirit. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter where you're from. It doesn't matter what kind of car you drive. It doesn't matter the size of the house that you live in. It doesn't matter if you've been with the church for one day or for 10 years. You have a vital part to play in the body of Christ, in the community, in the church in which you attend, in the organizations that you participate in. We have to be an active member of the church. For far too long, Christians have been told that there are certain things that are off limits. Your faith is off limits at work. Your faith is off limits in the public square. Politics are off limits at work. Politics are off limits in the public square. Your personal beliefs are off limits at the workplace. Your personal feelings and beliefs are off limits at school. Well, guess what? All of the other 
barriers have been shattered. Politics and people's personal beliefs and preferences are rampant everywhere. But yet still, if you believe in God, you can't bring your faith to work. If you believe in God, you can't bring your faith out into the open. If you believe in God, you can't bring your faith into the school. If you believe in God, now, if you don't believe in God, all of those things, you can speak anywhere, you can go on TV, you can say anything, you can call any names, and no one's going to bat an eyelash. But if you claim to stand up for biblical truths, if you, if you claim to stand up for Jesus, our Lord and Savior, if you claim that you have a you adhere to a higher authority that you turn your attention to the truth the way and the life when you try to live an example that Jesus has called us to to live in order to set the example for the people who would come after us when you try to stand up for righteousness over wickedness when you try to stand up for goodness over evil then you have to be quiet. Then you can't speak out loud. Then you have to stay away from your work with that stuff. You have to stay away from your school with that stuff. You can't bring that to the courthouse. You can't go uh, and speak about it in, in the middle of, of the city. You can't, you, you can't bother people. You can't, quote unquote, impose your beliefs on anybody else by speaking about it. Think about where we've come as a society. If we want to change that, if we want the church to be a part of the movement back, if we want to revitalize our faith in our society, we, you and I, and our families and our friends and our communities, we have to be an active participant. And which means that if there, if our churches aren't doing the right things, if our churches and our and our communities aren't leading by example, then we are the problem. I'd ask followers of this podcast, I'd ask followers and participants, community members within the Christian American revitalization effort, the Christian American community platforms, stop pointing fingers outward and start pointing fingers inward Let's take responsibility for the actions of those around us, of the communities and the organizations that we find ourselves in, that we voluntarily show up to and take some responsibility on what these organizations, what these communities active, actually participate in. And if we don't like it, if we don't like what our church is doing, if we don't like what our organizations are doing, let's be an active participant to guide them, to lead them, to shepherd them in the right direction. What we don't want to do is we don't want to fall complacent, so complacent that we fall asleep. And then we allow our organizations, our religion, our institutions, and the people that used to be stalwarts to disintegrate from within. We see this happening all across our nation that and i would say all over the world but it's not all over the world the christian the christian faith is growing in china the christian faith is growing in africa the christian faith is growing in south america so it's not all over the place it's america where the faith is disintegrating from within because members of the church have been asleep the true believers have been so passive and so apathetic that we've allowed people without the intentions, without righteous intentions, to take places of leadership in our organizations. They're not following 
the word of God. They're not following scripture and they're leading people down a dark and dangerous road. They're leading people down the road to destruction. We recognize it. I know we recognize it because I see the chatter of people talking about it. What are we going to do about it? What are we going to do about it? We could sit and continue to complain. We could continue to point our fingers outward. Or we could take some responsibility in our role in this whole thing. Whether we've actively participated in the wrongdoings or we've been just completely apathetic to it and not volunteering, not raising our hands to volunteer our actions, to volunteer our time with, uh, and not volunteering our talent or our treasure to lead people in the righteous direction, to lead people where we should all be led to which is Jesus Christ. Very simple. No if, ands, buts about it. If we are to do what is good, there is only one who is good. If we are to lead people to what is right, there is only one who is right. It's Jesus. If we are to get our lives back in order, if we are, uh, are to get our individual lives, our collective lives, our lives within our community, families and states in our country there's only one place that we can turn there's only one place that we can go there's only one whom we should seek out and that is jesus christ if you believe that then let's act on it let's act on it let's take the time let's take the effort and be an active participant in the word of god in the community of god in the church and with that, ladies and gentlemen, we hope you have a blessed week. Again, if you like messages like this, if you get value, hopefully it gets some thoughts stirring around. Hopefully you can be, a, you, you, you get a little bit inspired, you get a little bit informed, you get a little bit educated. Um, and then you go out there and kind of question what you're doing, question where you're leading people and, and where you're leading your family. Question what God has in store for you. He has a plan directly for you, directed since before you were born scripture says you knew me before you formed me in the womb god has a plan for you maybe listening to messages like this can spark an idea maybe it's supposed to spark an idea of how you can get involved how you can participate in the kingdom how you can shepherd those, not to yourself, not for your own glory, not for your own uh, gratification, not for your own prestige or position, but that you can shepherd people to Jesus Christ and save them, save their lives here on earth so that Jesus can save them and have and they can have eternal life. Something to think about this weekend. So if you like messages like this, continue to be an active participant. We don't ask for donations. Again, this is not about money. There's no place you can donate to this organization. We ask that you participate in this organization. We participate in the revitalization of the Christian American faith or the Christian faith across America. Be an active member. Share this video, like this video, engage this video, encourage others to tune in, subscribe. If you're watching this on the, on the YouTube channel or Rumble, Subscribe to this, share it with your friends. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we'll come back to you on Monday when we continue down our journey through the gospel of Mark. You're not going to want to miss that. Uh, until then, you guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America. <laughs>